everyone and welcome to the podcast of nonsensical gamers this is broadcast news for may 4th my name is matt and joining me on the podcast today is my lovely co-host miss tiffany b i'm very warmed up for this podcast yeah we've been we've been ready just to go gabbing for you so can't long shut me up sometimes yeah we made it in well technically this recording is not in may but we made it to may tiff we did it a very exciting month for teachers Yes. Because it's essentially the last month that anything gets done. Oh, it's our last month. Is it your last month? Yeah, my last day is like the 25th. Yeah? Wow. That's great. Yeah. This is the earliest we've gotten out in a very long time. We get out on the 8th. Oh. Yeah, that used to be us. And then they changed our school year. We go back earlier, but I like this better because the kids have been done for weeks now. We go back later. We go back after Labor Day this coming year. hey oh, It's crazy. But they also took our spring break. So, oh, it's okay about that. Yeah, no, but I need spring break. I couldn't do that. I'm very excited because I do not have to take off work to go to Origins this year. Nice, and just cruise for the whole week. It's gonna be awesome. So, I had to tie it into board gaming somehow. Oh right, this is a board game show. This is a board game show, as they say. Uh, and if you were ever wondering where to find us, you can do so on Facebook.com/slash League of Nonsensical Gamers. You can always head over to YouTube to watch some of our videos that are up there. You can join us over at BGG Guild number 2077 or on places like Twitter and Instagram or the old Anchor radio station, which I'm still chugging away at. Did your app ever download, Tiff, or is it still just spinning? I'll, I'll try again. Okay. <laughs> I, gave up, I gave up on it is what happened there. Well, yeah, I'm doing some some infrequent posting there. I have a lot of things that I want to post and then things just back up or I'm editing a real podcast, things like that. But uh I'd like to talk about the game of masks that I played with Craig and uh, uh, who else? Patrick Hillier and Eric Buscemi. And I'd like to talk about Tabletop Day, which was a lot of fun. So there's some things I need to put on the Anchor radio station. Must be nice. What? Playing games. To do things? Yeah. You can come. You want an RPG with this, Tiff? No. We played high school students who just found their superpowers. Oh. Oh, the drama. That sounds very exciting. It was fun. It was good stuff. It wasn't as good as our game of pig smoke will eventually be. But... Oh, I can't wait. I, that, that I will do. Oh, look, it did it. I downloaded it. I'm there. All right, well, just see, it is that easy, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Anchor. Whoa. Anchor is a new kind of radio that makes it super easy. Check it out. Isn't that great? Sorry. <laughs> I'll leave that right in there. See how user-friendly that app is, Tiff? Uh-huh. You, too, it's... listener, can download the Anchor Radio app before the show has even started. I'm ready now. <laughs> I did it. It only took me two weeks to download it. I'm officially an old lady. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly, exactly what we were talking about before this show started. So, all right, let's jump into the news and some Kickstarter. It is a short week. Not a lot that I want to chat about, but there are still a few a few things worth talking about. First up, in-game announcements. From Modifius Entertainment, there is going to be a Fallout miniatures game. Tiff, I don't know if you have any experience with the Fallout universe. I mean, I know what it is. Okay. I didn't know. Your husband's a gamer. 
Right. Like a video gamer. You play some he's, video games from time to time. He's not really into Fallout, okay. per se, but I do know what it is. Well, I have no interest in it. For those who don't know, Fallout is a video game series that uh, involves a post-apocalyptic wasteland, and the kinds of things that you see are... Um, it's, it's not... It's somewhere between like a, a 50s sci-fi kind of deal where uh, technology has advanced in certain ways. So there's this mix of sci-fi technology with this old school aesthetic, and, but then you layer apocalypse on top of that. So it's very unique in terms of setting. Uh, so you have this really antiquated look, but then you also have this these advancements in terms of like laser guns and uh, power suit armor and uh, radioactive ghouls who are basically zombies and things like that. So uh, what Modifius is doing is developing Fallout Wasteland Warfare, which is going to be a minis heavy game. It'll be coming out in November 2017, and it's going to have a lot of different things. Uh, It's 32 millimeter scale if you're into minis games. Uh, It's going to be set in a lot of the primary areas of the Fallout universe, if you're familiar with it. Uh, it will have a narrative arc campaign. It will also have PvP modes, and I believe it's got an AI cooperative mode as well. So, a, a lot of different avenues for this miniatures game to go. But uh, this is another video game crossover. You know, like the Dark Souls game, and uh, all you've been playing Bloodborne, the card game Tiff, so they just don't stop. That's pretty exciting. All right, so Tiff is feeling feeling excited for Fallout. I will I'm be more sure. excited about the uh, new Can't Stop that's coming out with the mountain climbing theme, if that tells you anything about my board game crossover interest. Yes, and you know what I didn't put in the show notes because I didn't care about it? Yeah. The old mountain climbing Can't Stop. But hey, you mentioned it. It is coming out. I hope the board is shaped like a mountain. Well. Instead of a stop sign. Would that really do it for you? It might. Okay. I don't know. My okay. kids love Can't don't Stop. Don't let you me judge. You Can't Stop? It's addictive. It Well, it is, but I don't know that I'm jumping at a new theme. <laughs> That's what Can't Stop needs. It just needs more theme. It just needs more theme to the dice yeah. rolling. All right. I hope well. they incorporate goats somehow. I'll come up with the goat expansion. Well, that's what you, as you climb up the thing, they should be goats. Right. The little markers oh. that go up. Right. I just assumed they were little mountain climber dudes. Well, they probably should be, but like I think we should axes. take this mountain climbing theme and turn it into goat mountain climbing. Okay. Have you ever seen goats perch that. on those mountains? It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. And they just jump from ledge to ledge. No fear. Can't stop them. You might not like, ooh. Get it? I get it. <laughs> it's nice. You should go into marketing. I, well, I'm you know, sold. If I'm anyone's goat. hiring, I'd love to stop, stop getting beat up. So (laughs) let's talk about Rio Grande games and something that you might be excited about. They have mentioned, although there are no details, that the next expansion for Roll for the Galaxy, Rivalry, will be coming out at some point. No details, though, except that they still care about Roll for the Galaxy. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. I think I still care about Roll for the Galaxy. I think if you broke it out, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember why I like this. Yeah, I need to break it out again. Games. Rio Grande also has a couple other things. They've got Oktoberfest coming, which is all about serving beer to people at Oktoberfest, which is a great theme. They have the next in the Gipf... I never know how to pronounce that. Series, which is 
Link, L-Y-N-G-K. I don't think I can pronounce a G-K sound. Link-G-K. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Ling. Which is just... <laughs> which is just another addition to the, as I said, the GIPF series, which is a series of abstract games. You can't pronounce it, but you're going to play it. Yeah. They're fun. They're cool. <laughs> they all play differently. Uh, some of them are considered better than others. There are, I think, roughly six, although I don't know off the top of my head. Um, and they all, like I said, are abstract games that play in different ways so that but they're all in a, a series of games that for some reason are unpronounceable so they also have the expansion to temporum alternate realities will be coming out and i forgot that temporum was a thing yeah me too i'm like oh temporum yeah i think i've played that good old donald x all right i don't i don't think i like that i don't but... think a lot of people were into temporum so i'm surprised that they expand it but you know Maybe this fixes it. Maybe Possibly. it's one of those expansions. Do you like, remember hey. vaguely from your play that it was like messed up in some way or? No. <laughs> so just maybe makes it fun. Yeah. Memorable. I mean, I think I, I think it was just okay. That's what I remember. Yeah, I think it. that's what I remember as well. So, but if maybe you enjoyed it. it actually fun. Yeah, this might actually make it fun or more fun if you thought it was fun to begin with. Don't let me knock it. From Sweet Lemon Publishing in a collaboration with Mandu Games, which is just the best collaboration. Sweet Lemon and Mandu. Uh, They have a game called Fantasy Defense coming out soon. It's going to be a new version of Yoshiyuki Arise Defense Three Kingdoms. This was a Japanese game that I believe was published by Japan Brand. And it involves, it was a solo game where you fought back against... um, different armies and it was almost like you're just trying to survive because you're being overwhelmed but this new fantasy version is going to have like orcs and elves and things like that so they've re uh, redone the art redone the theme and then they're also going to include a a narrative or campaign version with a two-player version so this is just more in terms of the japanese games that people are picking up on and bringing over um different companies are choosing to do different things with them sweet lemon is choosing to you know, just kind of rebrand the game overall. So if you see something f- called Fantasy Defense, it's actually uh, has its lineage over in the Japanese game market. I like it. I want it. Yeah, like, it looks... It, right over Sa- Sailor Moon Crystal Dice Challenge. I did skip over Sailor Moon Crystal Dice Challenge. The listeners need to know. I'm Well, you know, there might be Sailor Moon fans. I believe it right. is a... It's a game that's based off... A game that's being reprinted by cheap ass games called Button Man, Button Men, Button Men, yeah, Button Men. So that's currently on Kickstarter, I believe, or at least is in development somehow. And there's going to be some Sailor Moon spinoffy kind of thing. Okay. Which that's, Sailor that's Moon was never was never my bag. No, I I mean I've been watching a lot of anime mm-hmm. lately, but I can never get into Sailor Moon. Yeah, I've dabbled a, a bit in anime and things like that. And it, Sailor Moon was popular when I was in, like, middle school. I grew up through mm-hmm. the Sailor Moon stuff. That was a thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, like, that was what was stocking Hot Topic at the time was Sailor Moon. Wow. <laughs> uh, Man, I really am an old lady when you say that. Yeah, sorry. Okay, moving yeah. on. Moving on. CGE has a couple different cool things. They have a sci-fi dice game called Pleiades. 
Uh, it doesn't, they don't have any more details other than it's going to have an interesting dice mechanism, which, oh, you know, either speaks to you or doesn't speak to you. So, in my mind, it's wait and see. But I like sci-fi, I like CGE, so that could be very cool. They also have the Adrenaline expansion, which will be coming out. It's going to add a sixth player, which hopefully also means a sixth character. They are going to have character-specific weapons, so if you're the little crocodile guy, you'll have that specific weapon. If you're the little happy bot guy, you'll have his specific weapon. And they're also going to have team play, which I think is something that that game could really benefit from. Uh, Hopefully also they might be thinking about map expansions or something like that, because I think that's probably the weakest part of the game is uh, the, the variety in the maps. But my most exciting news piece already is that they haven't forgotten about my favorite game, Tosh Kalar, because they're oh, going to have a new time travel themed deck to add to the game. That's exciting. I'm so glad. They don't give up on this game. It's so good. So good. Well, maybe I do need to give it a chance. I don't know. Time travel <laughs> deck. I've been working Sounds on exciting. I've been wearing you down on Tosh Kalar for like three years now, Tiff. <laughs> this is great. Uh, we'll Everything see. comes to a head. Time travel deck sounds good, though. I love time travel. They got demons. They got ice people. They got elves. Yeah, a lot of a lot of games have that. Time travel. I know you're all about the time travel. If it if it was time travel into the wild west, you'd be sold. Oh my god! Yes, I would. <laughs> yes, I would. Someone make it happen. Well, for fans of the colonists, Mayfair Games' big chunky epic strategy game. They are releasing a four-era solo scenario. I believe that's being released online that you can go check out, uh, which will give you, you know, something to work for in your solo game. So an actual scenario that you're trying to accomplish. Uh, I don't know how long a four-era game would take with one player. I know with four players, it takes you about nine hours. So you probably still spend a good chunk of time playing a four-era solo game, uh, I'd imagine. It's still going to be, like, even if it cuts it in half... Even if it cuts it in a quarter, it's still going to be a really long game. Yeah. But if you're sitting down to play Colonist Solo, you're hardcore. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's like the epic, the most epic way to play the epic strategy game mm. by yourself. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we round out the news. Well, we round out the game announcements uh, the best way possible with FFG. The Mountain of Fire is the final Lord of the Rings LCG Saga expansion which is their boxed expansions. Uh, I don't know if they're going to continue this on in some way. I haven't read further into that, but it sounds like... It says final. Yeah, I mean, Lord of the Rings LCG has been around for a really long time. Like, it costs you thousands of dollars to to get the whole set. Uh, So everything's got to come to a close at some point. And this could be the end, especially with Arkham Horror borrowing a lot from the system. They could be phasing one out and phasing another in. We'll have to see. So, moving on to hobby news, we got a couple different things to talk about. First up, Tiff, have you done any subscription crate things? Because they are popular these days. Oh my gosh, they are very popular, but no. I've done loot crates. I can buy junk. I yeah. don't need help with it. Yeah. It, and that's what I've come to, to find. I've, I mean, I, you know I'm a pop collector, so that's what drew me in at first, was like, exclusive pops, cool. And and I've gotten a lot of cool, neat, trinkety things, and then I... In the move and at different times, I've ended up just throwing things away or giving them away because, like you said, it's it's just kind of, ju- it's clutter, it's junk, and it's very cool themed it, to my interest junk, but then I'm like, what do I do with this? I'm a guy with a lot of toys and a lot of collectibles. I don't need, like, 
random ones because I'm already exactly. getting so many things that are specific to me as is. I'm pretty um, dialed in on my collecting. I don't yeah. need your help. <laughs> Loot Crate. <laughs> there are a lot of good ones out there. You know, Funko's got... But if you want to sponsor the show. It, yeah, Loot Crate, if you want to sponsor the show, we can we can talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Hasbro, getting into the market. So they have seen the profitability of the, uh, the Crate subscription system. Hasbro is going to be releasing two different gaming crates. One a more adult version and one a more family version. For four times a year you can get a gaming crate sent to you for 50 bucks and you will get, I believe it has one game in it. It might have more, but... But does it have other stuff? What other no, crate? it's just gaming It's just specific. a box with one game in it. Yes. So why not just go to the store and buy a game that you know you want? Well, I don't know. I mean, if it, if it was like, oh, this game and a bunch of, like, exclusive accessories or, like, unique components that you can only get some, I don't Well, know, these games should have some kind of, not exclusivity, but they're going to be new. So they're going to be titles mm-hmm. that you haven't seen before. They're actually going to be looking for feedback on the games that they send you. Uh, so, oh, so you're paying to beta test their crap. Possibly. Oh. Oh, okay. here. And to, to correct, it's got three games in it. So good reporting. Oh, okay, okay. It does All have right. three games. So $50, three games that you're beta testing. Well, three games is better than one. If it was one, that was like pretty bad. Three games for 50 bucks, but you're beta testing them. I don't know. To some extent. I believe they're finished games, but you're not going to be yeah. getting Jenga. You're not going to be getting Monopoly. They're going to be games <laughs> more along the Hasbro line of like family games or adult party right. games that they're, they're trying to get out there now. Um, okay. And Hasbro does have a lot of licenses, so you could be getting a lot of different things. You never quite know. That's interesting. Like I'm, not, I'm just not sure who who is signing up for that exactly. Yeah. If you but... spread it out across the year, would you pay two hundred dollars to get twelve random games from Hasbro? No. No. That breaks out to a decent price, though. I mean, it's a decent price, but, like, are they all, like, party party games? It's like, likely, yes, that there are party yeah. games or light family games. So, for me, party games? No. But they're edgy games that are more ideal for adults. Oh, so it's, like, the dirty version of party games. Yeah, you get, like, that wonky set that's only for adults now. Have you seen Listen, that? Listen, no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, it's an adult party game. Wonky is... Shut up. That's no. not real. Yeah. No. Oh, that's real. That's not real. So well, are the parts shaped like... No, I don't think it's like wonky with phallic shapes. I didn't say that. You were thinking that. I would never think that. I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, wonky the Unstable Adult Party Game. They also have the regular Crazy Cubes card game. But yes, this is now an adult party game. Because I okay. guess the kids version did not work. Well, the kids' version was awful. Even my kids just were like, this is stupid. I'm done with it. Yeah, it was kind of like crappy Jenga. <laughs> All right. We've spent way too much on this Hasbro crate, but I'm fascinated that this is a thing. It, um, yeah, I'm not surprised. Really? I'm not surprised, but I just, I don't know. I want to know who would get, who is like, would consider this? Like, who's going to get this? Uh, 
Yeah, because it seems too niche for like your your grandma's not going to get you this for Christmas or something. No, my grandma's not not going to know about this. Exactly. The kind of people that that are going to want these types of games aren't the kind of people who are going to know that this exists. Yeah. But I don't know. So maybe, you know, I always wonder if maybe we're too entrenched. I wonder, and if you're part of this or you know people in this section of the market, let me know. Like, are there is there a section of the market where people are, you know, they're not super they're entrenched in like the we know, are. But they're into games at Target. Like, really yeah, or they're not in games. the know enough. Like, they're just like they're new enough or they're light enough gamers or they're, you know, whatever you want to, whatever verbiage you want to use. Like, they're a gamer who would know about, okay, this is, like, I'm geeky, I know about subscription crates, Mm. but I'm still only looking for, like, you know, maybe I'm, like, in, as we call it, the munchkin phase, or, like, I'm only looking, like you said, target games, so I'm still, Hasbro is still on my mind, but I know what nerd crates are. Maybe. So I buy into this. I feel like that's a very specific person. There's, like, three people in that phase of their life right now, maybe. I don't know. Okay, moving on. Am I in that phase of my life? Um, I'm taking some time for personal reflection, Tiff. <laughs> Are we going to have a personal reflection moment now yeah. in our newscasts? A moment of silence while I deliberate the Hasbro gaming crate. Oh, dear. Moving on. Tell me about Dead of Winter comic. I There's not a whole lot to say. There is a Dead of Winter comic being developed uh, hmm. coming in August of 2017, this year, which is not a bad idea, although to create any th- kind of comic, I mean, they're, they're not trying to stand up to The Walking Dead, but any kind of zombie comic is immediately going to be compared. So there's nothing about the Dead of Winter theme that's unique enough. Well, maybe gonna, they'll like, make out. it unique enough. Well, like, what maybe they're doing, it'll somehow make Dead of Winter better through well, the comic. What they're doing is they're going to focus on the exploits of Sparky the dog. Oh, I kind of like that. Which I hate. I think oh. that's a terrible idea. No, I think it's great because, you know, he can move between lots of characters and stuff. I, dog yeah. point. Dog view. I think that the dog overall, while I'm fine with it, I think it's funny in the game, like, leaning too heavily into it. I think it's just silly. Oh, lean into it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love this idea. Because, yeah. I mean, think about it. If they had just done, like, your typical, you know, tough guy point of view, yeah. like, that's just boring. This is the dog point of view. Who's done that? That's innovation. But it's Good the super dog. It's like the superhero dog point of view. He's yeah, a stunt I love dog. It. Yeah. It's just going to be a bunch of panels of him eating zombies' faces. I'm okay with that. And then licking his paws. I don't know. I mean, is is he going to be thinking? Like, are we going to hear Sparky's thoughts? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like, does he... I mean, because he's like this stunt dog. He probably, like, has seen a lot of shit. Either that or it's going to be like a silent comic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the great thing about the medium, right? You could, you could, it could happen either way. I guess we'll find out in August. Well, I'm actually a little bit more excited about this <laughs> than I thought I would be. Good for you guys. There you go. All right, and our last piece of hobby news is that the 2017 Menza Select winners have been announced. They are Amalgam, Around the World in 80 Days, Clank, Harry Potter, the Hogwarts Battle deck building game, and Imagine. So, I think Have you Clank, played that Harry Potter game? I have not played it yet. Dan has it. Has he played it? I think he's played it with someone. Mm, I want to know more about that. He wanted to play it with Elsa, because Elsa is a very, very passionate Harry Potter fan. But I don't know that he got mm. her to play it. I'm not sure. 
Wow. They're coming out with an expansion, and I've heard that since it's tiered across the seven years of the the series, that it gets progressively harder. So the first years are kind of throwaway, and then the game gets a little bit better by the end. But that's very family oriented. So, hmm. but it also has the movie property, right? So it's all just screenshots. I'm not a fan of the screenshots, and I would love to see some really awesome Harry Potter related art. Sorry, yeah, that's I've taken that us we don't out have into enough. the the weeds here. You can get back to Mensa well, if you want. We, I think we need more Harry Potter illustration, original art kind of stuff. Yeah. That would There's be just, cool. It's so much. I mean, don't get me wrong. The movies are fine, but. Eh, the like five, six, seven are good. <laughs> just... I watched, I rewatched all of them last summer because I went to Universal. And you, and know, I... you noticed how bad one, two, and three are? I don't know. I, I, it's, it does progress. Like they get better as you get towards yeah. the end. So that, that's kind of nice. Cause like you watch the first one, you're like nostalgia and that gets you through the first few. Yeah. That's what, like, remember when this was cool? Four is the start of the good ones, but they really, you know, special effects got a lot better. That's true. But I still like the first one. It just brings me back. The third one drives me insane because that was the one where they were like, we're just going to wear street clothes and no wizard robes Yeah. because we have a new director. Casual Harry Potter. Yeah, you know. Great. (laughs) They don't look like wizards. These are just people walking around a giant angry tree. Anywho. All right. So Mensa. Mensa. So I think the the standout here is Clank because Renegade Games keeps getting them them some Mensa awards. And I don't. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I have not played Around the World in 80 Days. That was one that uh, I almost picked up, but Dan said that he was going to go for. And I don't actually have a lot of information on Amalgam or Imagine. I know Imagine is from Game Right, and Amalgam is from Simply Fun, but I have not played or even seen either of those. I like that Menza actually links to the Board Game Geek page instead of like the publisher page or something. They're like, no, you need to go. <laughs> to board game yeah. geek to figure out about these things here's so. all the info good luck navigating that website i've been trying to get my board game club kids to explore board game geek that seems difficult even though yeah even for tech savvy it's like they're too tech savvy they don't know what to do with a site like that like this isn't user friendly i'm out yeah, yeah what did, why know. are there a thousand game names on the left hand side of this thing I just want them to understand the world that they don't know anything about, that they're just like dipping a toe into and they just can't see under the surface that there are about a bajillion games. Yeah. 90,000 more than logged on there. I've been trying to explain like when I choose a game to bring to Board Game Club, I'm choosing from hundreds that I have at home at my house. Yeah. And that's a very small percentage of what is actually existing. You are their board like, game curator. Yeah. I'm like, pick a theme and a mechanic, and I will find the game that has that. Mm-hmm. It is crazy that you can do that. Yeah. Like, well, what it, are you it into? Works. I'm, I'm bringing Alien Frontiers this week. Oh, wow. That's a step. Because they said space and dice. Bam. I mean, that's a fantastic game. It's a little more of a step in terms of, like, strategic Execution. I teach heavier games this time of year because it's track season. Yeah. So everybody kind of leaves at track season. What's left over are the like, quote, the diehards. unquote, hardcore middle school oh, board yeah. gamers. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> 
time for some Alien Frontiers. Which version do you have out of the 12 that are available? Mm. Or unavailable, rather. The first one? <laughs> Didn't you just back... Did you back a new one? Um, I just got some expansion cards oh, okay. or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I backed the big box, so I have yeah. all of the stuff in there, but... I, I didn't back it on Kickstarter the first time it was around, but I got it fairly early on. I gotcha. They, they keep I, upgrading all the bits. I know. I have about three different boards for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and anyway, rocket needs dice. Alien Frontier. Yeah, I have rocket dice. I've got all the stuff for yeah. it, but hopefully it will immerse my children. They will love it. Yeah, I'll be excited we'll to hear about that one. That game's good. Still one of my favorites. Yeah. Our only piece of app news is that Catan Universe is now on Steam, and Catan Universe is essentially all of the Catan titles in a nice little digital package. So you can play all the different versions of Catan, and uh, including the Rivals two-player card game. So, uh, And it looks pretty nice in terms of interface, so that's cool. You can head over there. It should be coming out on other platforms, but right now it's just Steam, I believe. So if you that's really want to play some Catan, which... I wanted to play yesterday at Tabletop Day because Steve still has never played Catan. Oh. Guy writes board game reviews and hasn't played Catan. Uh, we just didn't get didn't get around to it. But I need everybody to... has one of those like classic games that you've never played. Yeah. What is my classic game that I've never played? I'm trying to think what mine is. I've tried to systematically get rid of that notion. I've now played Puerto Rico, so it's not that. I played Agricola. I've yeah, no, Catan. no. I think I'm running out of the. I've like, played I think Carcassonne. I, I'm pretty good now. I've never played Checkers. <laughs> You've never played Checkers. No, that's a joke. Uh, oh, not a not a very good one, Tiff. No, no. But it made me laugh. Good job. Yeah, I try. Let's uh, let's talk about three quick things for Kickstarter. So I went through some Kickstarter projects. There are a couple of things ending before this recording posts, like Gloomhaven, big things like that. Uh, but. I was unimpressed by what was available in terms of the immediate time frame. So within the next, you know, couple weeks that will be ending, pulled a lot of projects, looked through them, and nothing really stood out to me. There's uh, some cool production value being done. There's a funny game called Get Off My Land that I was interested in, but wasn't really sold on. Uh, Dead Man Dabloon, Dead Man's Doubloons has a really nice production that. value uh, with those like ghost ships. Did you see the? Yeah. Yes. But the gameplay doesn't look all that exciting to me i watched a, mm. the video and things like that so in terms of recommendations i don't want to recommend something that's just flash so i have no things that i want to highlight or spotlight in depth but that's i do have okay. a yeah I, you know kickstarter doesn't always have to be hopping and especially coming off things like rising sun and this gloomhaven like people have spent their kickstarter budgets and they're <laughs> get, about to get some really cool big games so you know, I think it's okay to take a take a break. We're gearing up for con season, so we'll get some real uh, full production games in soon. So let's just take a breath on Kickstarter. <laughs> we'll be okay. Uh, I do I'm have... always trying to take a breath, but I've still backed one of your quick mentions. So yeah. So well, the reason why it's in there is because you backed it. I got I got that email tip. We're just keeping tabs oh, on each other. It's a little creepy. So you know that I backed Gloomhaven. It's okay. I yeah. Just, mm. Caved in. Of course you did. Uh, of course I did. Uh, one that I also might be backing is Chimera and More, which is uh, the new version of the Eagle Griffin Chimera game. Uh, the, what do they call it? It's a ladder climbing game, a card shedding game. 
kind of thing. Basically, I've talked about it a number of times. I don't need to go too in, de too in depth, but what this is going to do is expand it to three or five players. So two very hard player counts for some people. <laughs> <laughs> so Perfect. Typically, you can only play it with three player. Now you can play it with three or five player. Uh, it's not going to run you much to uh, to pick it up. I think it's about 12 bucks plus shipping. And this is in the the egg line, so it's that small box card game that things like Fleet Wharfside and Eggs and Empires are in. Uh, but this is a great game. It's going to expand it a little bit more in terms of having more cards to play because it supports more players. Uh, but it's the same exact gameplay. Not too much is changing. So if you like Chimera, which I do, uh, a good one. I don't think that this is as, the box at least, is as sharp looking as the original. I really like the original Z-Man. But uh, that's okay. Chimera and more will be available through uh, Kickstarter. Also, the game that you backed, Morel's Foray. Foray. God, Foray. that's hard to say. Morel's Foray. Yeah, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. Is it's it? got a weird cadence to it. It just... Morel's Foray. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you, so this is the expansion to Morel's, which is the mushroom foraging and cooking in butter game. Yeah, I like that <laughs> game. <laughs> I have a soft spot in my heart for that game. I don't know why. I bought it at Origins a long while back, and I was really excited about it because I had the little, like, handmade wooden sticks, yeah. and I just thought that was, like, the coolest thing in the world. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I love that game. It's a two-player game, so I don't get to play it very often, but I always enjoy it, so I'm yeah, willing so to try it all over again. This is... Uh, Two Lanterns games. Is this the same people who did the agility game as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, really cool little game. But this is actually going to expand it up to four players, right? So, yeah, that's what it says. You might be able to says. get it played a little easier. Yes. That's, I, that's the only thing I actually looked at before I backed it. I was like, oh, four players. Done. So, did you back at the $19 <laughs> level just to get the expansion or the $38 level to get the handcrafted pieces? I got the handcrafted pieces. Of course you did. You know I did. <laughs> Come on. Come uh, on. How am I not going to get those handcrafted pieces? I, well, I need you know. those. And if you're interested, I mean, what's cool is that you can, well, you could, no longer available now, but you could have gotten the uh, the old ones too. So if you yeah. missed the first time, you could have gone back and gotten the old original Morales handcrafted pieces. So that's cool I just too. love that idea. Like these two, lan the guy for two lanterns. I just love Brent Povis. Is that his name? Anyway, mm. I just love that there are handcrafted pieces that come with this game. It's just such a nice personal little touch. Yeah, that is really mm. cool. So if you haven't gotten a chance to get your hands on morels, you can add it through this Kickstarter. You can also get agility, which we've talked about previously. Uh, and if you really, really like agility or puns, you can get a t-shirt on it that says, may the course be with you. And it has those little agility sticks on it. <laughs> so I didn't go that far, but... Or you can get a shirt that says, Amateur mycologists have questionable morals. Which like is a that. mushroom joke. That's a cool mushroom joke. If you're really into mushroom jokes. <sighs> I feel like that is like a very specific t-shirt. Like, it where is. do you wear that? <laughs> where are you wearing that t-shirt? It's a strange cross between board game and mushroom humor. Right. Like, I mean, this whole game is kind of like a strange, like, theme for a board game. Yes. But for that, those, like, two people out there, it's got to be the most amazing thing ever. Like, They're if really you're super into it. mushrooms, 
and board games. And I fully support that. Yeah. No, so. I love mushrooms. <laughs> one of my favorite foods. Uh, my last one to talk about is One Deck Dungeon Forest of Shadows, which I talked about. That is currently on Kickstarter. And for $30, you can get a copy of the new expansion. Uh, and something that I did not realize existed, a version 1.5 upgrade pack, which I am sad about because that means that my game is not balanced fully. The original copy I have, oh, no. which means that I'm tempted to back this simply to get the cards that are more balanced for the regular version uh, and the 1.5 rulebook. So I'm like, man, I liked this game, but now it it bothers me. Even though the game played perfectly fine, it bothers me to know that they think it's wrong. Like they think the designer of the game thinks something is wrong with the copy that I have. What am I supposed to do with that, Tiff? Buy another copy. Well, what the what? That's <laughs> uh, yeah. So <laughs> that's how they get you. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. So that is coming from Asmati Games, and you can check that one out through May sixteenth. So twenty bucks for one deck dungeon, Forest of Shadows. So. That is all we have for the news. Not a whole lot to talk about this uh, this two-week cycle. We still cycle. managed to talk for a pretty long time. Good for us. Well, you know, I think the first 10 minutes of this episode need to be edited out because it's all about us uh, not knowing how to work Google Drive. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. So. I forgot. It, it's, it was so long ago, I've forgotten. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thank you all for joining us for a very quick news episode. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook.com slash League of Nonsensical Gamers. Find us on uh, BGG Guild number 2077 to get a micro badge or join the conversation. Feel free to shoot us an email at podcast at nonsensicalgamers.com. Find us on Instagram. I'm Cinnamon Buns. And Dan and Steve run the Nonsensical Gamers account. If you enjoy the show and want to let us know, you can do so on iTunes. Leave a couple stars for whatever you think we're worth. If you have constructive feedback, you can leave it there and we can improve the show so that it's to your liking. And if you want to find us personally to chat, the best way to do that is on Twitter. Tiff, what do they have to type into that little box to find you? I'm at ineptgamer. Yep. You can find Dan at League Nonsense or get a little personal with him at scandalous underscore nad. And you can find me at cinnamon buns spelled phonetically. Until next time, episode 67, let's say goodbye, Tiff. Bye. Bye.